Hello, everybody. So I'm going to finish up the federal political sex scandals in the United States. So we're now through the I left off with William Campbell Preston Breckenridge, Representative Democrat, Kentucky, former Mistress Madeline Madeleine Pollard sued Breckenridge for a breach of promise after his wife died, and he failed to marry Pollard as promised. The congressman was not elected. Eighteen ninety four. George Q. Cannon, Republican Utah Territorial Delegate, was refused to seat in the Congress due to his arrest for unlawful cohabitation polygamy. He served nearly six months in penitentiary in 1900-1969, Arthur Brown, Republican Utah, a U.S. Senator and founder of the Utah State Republican Party, was shot dead by his longtime mistress, Anne Madison Bradley, for having a second mistress. Bradley, who had two children by Brown, was tried but acquitted on a defense of temporary insanity, 1906. Woodrow Wilson, President Democrat, allegedly had an affair with Mary Allen Holbert, whom he met in 1907 when, when he was president of Princeton University. Warren G. Hardin, president, Republican, reportedly had affairs with Terry Phillips and Nan Britton during the 1910s and early 1920s prior to his death in 1923. Britton claimed in a best-selling 1927 book, The President's Daughter, that her daughter had been fathered by Hardin while he was a U.S. Senator. Her assertion was finally established as factual in August 2015 when genetic tests confirmed Harding as the father of Elizabeth. David I. Wash, Senator, Democrat, Massachusetts, was accused of visiting a male brothel in Brooklyn frequented by Nazi spies in 1942. Franklin D. Roosevelt, President Democrat, had multiple extramarital affairs beginning in 1914 and continued until he died in 1945. Stiles Bridges, U.S. Senator, Republican New Hampshire, during the Lavender Scare of the 1950s, threatened to expose the son of U.S. Senator Lester Hunt, Democrat Wyoming, as a homosexual unless Hunt resigned from the Senate, which would give the Republicans a Senate majority. Hunt refused but did not seek reelection and later shot himself, 1954. John F. Kennedy, president, Democrat Massachusetts, has been linked to many extramarital affairs, including allegations of involvement with Marilyn Monroe, Judith Campbell, Exner, and with intern, Mimi Alfort during 1962 through 1963. Lyndon B. Johnson, president, Democrat from Texas, had extramarital affairs with multiple women over the years, in particular with Alice Marsh, Nair Glass, who insisted him politically, who assisted him politically. One such affair with Madeline Duncan Brown 
allegedly led to her pregnancy with a son out of that relationship. William O. Douglas, U.S. Supreme Court, Justice Democrat, allegedly pursued other women while married to his third wife, which combined with his three divorces and remarriages was considered scandalous. He also reportedly tried to molest a flight attendant in his judicial chambers. Attempted impeachment based upon his moral character failed when the House Ju Judiciary Committee found insufficient grounds for impeachment 1960s. All I can think of so far is unlawful, tragic bullshit. 1970 through 1979, Wilbur Mills, Representative Democrat, Arkansas, was found intoxicated with stripper Fan Fox. He was reelected, but resigned in 1974 after giving an, an intoxicated press conference on Fox's burlesque house dressing room. Alan Ho, Representative Democrat, Utah. You'll see why his last name makes sense after I said this. Was arrested in 1976 for soliciting two police officers posing as prostitutes. Wayne Hayes, Representative Democrat, Ohio. The Elizabeth Ray sex scandal ended his career in 1976. The Washington Post reported that Ray had been on the payroll of a committee run by Hayes for two years as, as a clerk secretary. During that time, she admitted her actual job duties were providing Congressman Hayes sexual favors. I can't type, I can't file, I can't even answer the phone. Fred Richmond, representative, Democrat, New York. In 1978, charges that he solicited sex from a 16 year old boy were dropped after he submitted counseling. Robert L. Legit, Representative Democrat, California, acknowledged that he fathered two illegitimate children by a congressional secretary whom he supported financially. He then had an affair with another woman who was an aide to Speaker Cal Albert, 1976. Joseph P. Wyatt Jr., Representative Democrat from Texas, arrested on charges of homosexual offenses in 1979. John Andrew Young, Representative Democrat from Texas, a female staffer alleged she was forced to have sex with Young in order to keep her job. <sighs> Oh, man, I need to take a break. Oh, okay. Here's what I'm going to say. There should, there should never be criminal charges for being LGBTQIA+. There should never be civil charges for being LGBTQIA+, either. Uh, children are not illegitimate, okay? Children should not be called bastards. And soliciting sex from 16-year-old boy, that's rape. And when I was making that Ho reference to Alan Ho, I wasn't sex shaming. I wasn't even slut shaming. 
I just want let wanted it to be known that yes, politicians, some of them do try to have sex with prostitutes. Some fail and some succeed. Either way, it's real. A female staffer led she was forced to have sex with Young in order to keep her job. Young referred to the charge as poppycock. That's a fancy way of saying bullshit. Though his wife committed suicide the following year. Though he ran again, he lost his next primary election, 1976. Adultery can provoke mental health struggles so severely that somebody could take their life. And adultery could provoke so much anger in a person that they could kill you, your mistress, or your side piece, because you do have male side pieces out here. You do have male mistresses out here. They call them mistress. Um, either you get shot, they get shot, or in some cases, I've seen in crime shows, everybody gets shot dead. So adultery does have its vicious warnings. 1980 through 1989, Donald Buzz Luckins, Representative Republican from Ohio, convicted of contributing to the delinquency of a minor for having sex with a 16 year old girl. That's not sex, that's rape. He was sentenced to 30 days in jail and fined $500,989. Pause. If he rapes somebody, you should spend decades in jail. I say life sentencing, no parole ever and no slap on the wrist for five hundred dollars no 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 there are consequences for sexual wickedness there are consequences for sexual sickness you can lose your job your career your home your car your respect everything and everyone that you hold dear can all be taken away from you if you are sexually psychopathic. Um, Robert Bauman, Representative Republican from Maryland, was charged with attempting to solicit sex from a 16-year-old male prostitute. Because of the age, I say rape. Upon completing the alcoholism rehabilitation program, the charges were dropped. Bauman apologized to voters for his indiscretions, but was defeated for re-election in 1980. So why do we think that alcoholism is so normalized that that should be the reason why you don't face an extremely long imprisonment sentence for sex crimes? We got to stop rejecting tough love. We got to stop um, being uh, outraged by the opposition of enabling. And we got to stop using human imperfection to okay human abuse. Because if a human is abusing, that, that, that individual is no longer human. They're devilish. They're devils. So the legal system has to do better. The legal system has to stop fucking up. Legal system has got to stop bullshitting. Um, John Henson, Representative Republican Mississippi. 
resigned in 1981 after being charged with attempted sodomy for, for performing oral sex on a male employee of the Library of Congress, 1981. This is what I hate. I've always hated the concept of sodomy because there's nothing wrong with LGBTQIA plus sex. There's nothing wrong with LGBTQIA plus romance. There's nothing wrong with LGBTQIA plus people as a whole overall. So why have homophobia be the basis for why we should be sexually sound-minded? I think that's just fucked up. Because LGBTQI plus sex is just as beautiful as heterosexual cisgendered sex. And LGBTQI plus romance is just as gorgeous as heterosexual cisgendered romance. Thomas Evans, representative Republican from Delaware, went golfing in Florida with nude model and lobbyist Paula Parkinson, who later suggested her lobbying techniques had been unusually tactile. Though Evans apologized for any appearance of impropriety, he was voted out of office in 1982. Future Vice President Dan Quayle and Congressman Tom Railsback went on the golf trip as well, but were not implicated in the sex. Uh, Marilyn Quayle said it was common knowledge that her husband would rather play golf and have sex any day, 1981. John G. Schmitz, Representative Republican California, leader of the ultra-conservative John Birch Society, admitted to having a second family, but refused to accept or support the two children he produced, who became wards of the state, 1982. Dan Crane, Representative Republican Illinois, was censored June, July 20th, 1983, and the Congressional Paid Sex Scandal for Having Sex with 17-Year-Old congr con Congressional Paid. Let me read that again. Ah, la, 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 la. Dan Crane, Representative Republican of Illinois, was censored July 20th, 1983, in the Congressional Paid Sex Scandal for Having Sex with a 17-Year-Old Congressional Paid. We all know that's right. And as for this, the wards in the state, Disowning children because they are, in your depraved mind, physical symbols of your sexual folly because you sexually fucked up and you're going to neglect your family so you're dead beating because you were the destroyer of your own first family would destroy their own marriage. Free goddamn ridiculous. That's goddamn shame. Jerry Studs, representative of Democrat Massachusetts, was okay. I already. Oh wow, was censored July twentieth, nineteen three, in the same scandal that Dan Crane was in. Jerry Hart, senator. Gary Hart, Senator, Democrat, Colorado, was the front runner for the Democratic nomination in the 1988 presidential elections. He was photographed with model Donna Rice on a boat named Monkey Business during a trip to the Bahamas, raising questions of infidelity. His popularity plummeted and he soon dropped out in 1987. 30 years later, it was alleged that the photo had been staged in a setup orchestrated by the rival campaign of then Vice President George H.W. Bush. Here's my thing. We should be careful with 
the concept of infidelity because families have to know. At the same time, the truth should not be about It should never be about having the notion that it's okay to make yourself a good man's expense. That's not what it should be about. And don't orchestrate lies. If you find out the truth, is one thing to say it, and that, and the consequences are already built in. However, we have to think about what the spouses are dealing with, the families and the friends and the colleagues too. Uh, Ernie Kanye, representative Republican California. Kanye was accused of sexual harassment. He had asked a female aide to move a name tag she was wearing because it drew attention to her breasts about which he later said, she is not exactly heavily stacked, okay? In another instance, he reportedly touched the knee of lobbyist Polly Minor during lunch, which caused a scene. GOP leaders were unhappy with Kanye's, Kanye's temperament anyway, so they found Stanford professor Tom Campbell, who ousted Kanye the following June 1987. Slime balls, slimy, grimy shitheads. Barney Frank, Representative Democrat, Massachusetts. In 1989, was reprimanded by the House for fixing 33 parking tickets for Steve Dobby, a male escort who lived with Frank and claimed to have conducted an escort service from Frank's apartment without his knowledge. Gus Savage, Representative Democrat, Illinois. 1989, was accused of trying to force himself on a female Peace Corps worker while in Zaire. No action was taken by the House Ethics Committee after he apologized to him. Uh, 1990 to 1999. R. Lynch Stanghelan, U.S. House of Representatives, 1977 to 1991, Republican from Minnesota, lost his campaign for election 1990 largely because of the scandal having made several hundred long distance phone calls on his House credit card to a female lobbyist in Virginia. He admitted that he had made the calls, but denied having a romantic relationship with the woman. After his loss, he subsequently retired from politics. Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court Justice, was accused in 1991 of sexual harassment by Anita Hill and several other women prior to his Senate confirmation hearings. He later wrote in an autobiography addressing Anita Hill's allegations and she also wrote an autobiography addressing her experience in the hearings. Austin J. Murphy, representative Democrat, Pennsylvania, in 1994 acknowledged fathering a child out of wetlock after a political opponent came forward with video of Murphy leaving the home of his mistress, 1990. Charles S. Robb, Senator Democrat, Virginia, while married to Linda Bird Johnson, Robb acknowledged drinking champagne and having a nude massage with Miss Virginia, Ty Collins. Although he denied having an affair, Rob admitted to an indiscreet friendship. 
Collins claimed it was an 18-month affair. Soon after, Collins appeared nude in Playboy 1991. Brock Adams, Senator Democrat, Washington. In 1992, was accused by eight women of committing acts of sexual misconduct, ranging from sexual harassment to rape. Adams denied the accusations. There was no criminal prosecution, and he did not run for re-election. Robert Packward, Senator Republican from Oregon, resigned his office in 1995 after 29 women came forward with claims of sexual harassment, abuse, and assaults. His denials of any wrongdoing were eventually contradicted by his own diaries, boasting of his sexual conquests. Ken Calvert, representative Republican candidate from California, was, was involved with a prostitute in 1993, but claimed that no money was involved and he was not arrested. Calvert apologized several months later. My conduct that evening was inappropriate. It violated the values of the person I strive to be. Helen Shinoweth Hayes, representative of Republican Idaho, called for the resignation of Bill Clinton and then admitted in 1998 to having had a six-year affair with a married rancher before she entered government. Shinoweth said, 14 years ago, when I was a private citizen and a single woman, I was involved in a relationship that I came to regret that I'm not proud of. I only wish I could have learned the lesson sooner. Bob Barr, representative, Republican from Georgia, had an affair while married to a second wife. Barr was the first lawmaker, lawmaker in either chamber to call for Clinton's resignation due to the Lewinsky scandal. Barr lost a primary challenge less than three years after the impeachment proceedings, 1999. Dan Burton, representative, Republican from Indiana. 1995, speaking of the then recent affairs of Republican Robert Packward, and the unfolding affair of Democrat Bill Clinton, Burton stated no one, regardless of what party they serve, no one, regardless of what branch of government they serve, should be allowed to get away with these alleged sexual improprieties. 1998, Vanity Fair printed an article detailing an affair with which Burton himself had in 1983, which produced a child. Before publication, Burton admitted to fathering a son with a former state employee. Robert Livingston, representative Republican Louisiana, called for the resignation of Bill Clinton in 1998. And when his own extramarital affairs were leaked, his wife pressed him to resign and for Livingston to urge Clinton to do so likewise. Newt Gingrich, representative Republican Georgia and leader of the Republican Revolution in 1994, resigned from the House after admitting in 1998 to have having had an affair with a staffer while he was married to a second wife. At the same time, he was leading the impeachment of Bill Clinton for perjury regarding an affair with his intern, Monica Lewinsky. Henry Hyde, Representative Republican Illinois, 1998, Salon.com stated that from 1965 to 1969, before Hyde won federal office, he conducted an extramarital sexual affair with a married woman who had three children from her marriage. Hyde was 41 years old and married when the affair occurred, admitted to the affair in 1998, describing the relationship as a youthful indiscretion. The revelation of this affair took place as Hyde was spearheading the impeachment hearings of President Bill Clinton over the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Pete Domenici, Senator, Republican, New Mexico, 
voted for the impeachment of President Bill Clinton in 1998 after his affair with Monica Lewinsky. In 2013, he confessed that in 1978, he fathered a son, Adam Laxalt, outside of his marriage. Adam Laxalt's mother is Michelle Laxalt, the daughter of Senator Paul Laxalt and a prominent Republican lobbyist. Bill Clinton, President Democrat, Arkansas, revelations that White House intern Monica Lewinsky had oral sex with Clinton in the Oval Office led him to famously declare on TV on January 26, 1998, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. The scandal led to impeachment by the House for perjury for lying about the affair under oath. He was acquitted in the Senate with 55 senators voting not guilty to 45 senators voting guilty, following 22 votes short of the two-thirds necessary to convict. In plea bargain to avoid another trial alleging charges of impeding the initial investigation, Clinton's law license was suspended by the state of Arkansas for five years. Additionally, Clinton was accused by Juanita Broderick for sexual assault. The validity of Broderick's accusations were the subject of intense media scrutiny and have caused her to become a polarizing figure. Results of an FBI probe have found her claims to be inconclusive. Nell Reynolds, Representative, Democrat, Illinois, resigned from Congress in 1995 after a conviction for statutory rape. In August 1994, he was indicted for sexual assault and criminal sexual abuse for engaging in a sexual relationship with a 16-year-old campaign volunteer that began during the 1992 campaign. Despite the charges, he continued his campaign and was reelected in he was reelected that November, he had no opposition. Reynolds initially denied the charges, which he claimed were racially motivated. On August 22nd, 1995, he was convicted on 12 counts of sexual assault, obstruction of justice, and solicitation of child pornography. He resigned his seat on October 1st of that year. I'm going to take a pause. Okay, we're gonna wrap up the political sex scandals. Here we go. 2000 to 2009, Gary Condent, Representative Democrat, California, his affair with 23-year-old intern Chandra Levy was exposed after Levy disappeared. Her body was found a year later and in 2008, an illegal immigrant with no relation to Condit was charged with her murder. But all charges against the suspect were dropped years later. The murder of Chandra Levy remains unsolved. Condit had, had often demanded that Bill Clinton come clean about his affair with Monica Lewinsky, 2001. Ed Schrock, Representative Republican from Virginia, announced he would terminate his 2004 attempt for a third term in Congress after allegedly being caught on tape soliciting sex with men despite having aggressively opposed 
various gay rights issues in Congress, such as same-sex marriage and gays in the military. Strom Thurmond, Senator before 1964, Democrat, South Carolina, after 1964, Republican, South Carolina, despite being a noted segregationist, Thurman fathered a child, Essie Mae Washington Williams, with a 16-year-old African-American in 1925, who was employed by the Thurman family 2003. Stephen C. Latourette, Representative Republican from Ohio, was elected in 1994 and had voted to impeach Bill Clinton for the Lewinsky scandal. He himself had a long-term affair with his chief of staff, Jennifer Laptook, while he was married. He married Laptook after his divorce, 2003. Don Sherwood, Representative Republican from Pennsylvania, failed to win re-election following revelations of a five-year extramarital affair with Cynthia Orr, who accused him of physically abusing her 2004. Jeff Gannon, a conservative blogger who did not qualify for a legitimate press pass, but was routinely allowed to ask softball questions at White House press conferences. Further scrutiny revealed that Gannon had posted naked pictures of himself on multiple male escort websites 2005. Mark Foley, representative Republican from Florida, resigned his House seat when accused of sending sexually explicit emails to teenage male congressional pages. He was replaced by Tim Mahoney, 2006. Jim Gibbons, Representative Republican Nevada, was campaigning for governor when he walked waitress Chrissy Massio to her car. She claimed he threw her against a wall and threatened to sexually assault her. He claimed she tripped and he caught her. The civil lawsuit was settled with the payment of $50,000 to Massio. Six weeks later, he was elected governor. David Vitto, Senator Republican, Louisiana, took over the House seat of former Congressman Robert Livingston, who resigned in 1999 following revelations of an extramarital affair. At the time, Vitter stated, I think Livingston's stepping down makes a very powerful argument that Bill Clinton should resign as well. Vitter's name was then discovered in the address book of Deborah Jean Palfrey, the DC Madam, 2007. Randall L. Tobias, Republican, Deputy Secretary of State and former aide SAR appointed by George W. Bush, stated that U.S. funds should be denied to countries that permitted prostitution. He resigned on April 27, 2007, after confirming that he had been a customer of Deborah Jean Palfrey, the DC Madam. Larry Craig, Republican, Ohio. A 
U.S. Senator for 18 years, was arrested on June 11, 2007, and charged with lewd conduct arising from his behavior in a men's restroom at the Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport. Craig pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of disorderly conduct. He later unsuccessfully sought to withdraw his guilty plea. He announced his resignation three months later on September 1st, 2007, but changed his mind again, although he did not seek re-election in 2008. That, was, that happened in 2007. Tim Mahoney, Representative Democrat Florida, was elected to the seat of Mark Foley, who had resigned following sexual harassment charges from his congressional interns. Mahoney ran on a campaign promise to make a world that is safer, more moral. In, in October 2008, he admitted he placed his mistress on his staff and then fired her saying, you work at, you work at my pleasure. He then admitted to, he then admitted to multiple other affairs. Again, in October 2008, he admitted he placed his mistress on his staff and then fired her saying, you work at my pleasure. He then admitted to multiple other affairs. Vito Vassella, representative Republican from New York, was arrested for drunken driving. Under questioning, the married congressman and father of three admitted to an affair with Laura Fay that produced a daughter in 2008. John Edwards, Senator, Democrat, North Carolina, admitted to an extramarital affair with actress and film producer Riel Hunter, which produced a child seriously undercutting his 2008 presidential campaign. John Ensign, Senator, Republican from Nevada, resigned his position as chairman of the Senate Republican Policy Committee on June 16, 2009, after admitting he had an affair with the wife of a close friend, both of whom were working on his campaign. Under investigation, he then resigned his seat, his Senate seat, 20 months early in 2011. 1998, Senate Ensign had called for President Bill Clinton, Democrat, to resign after admitting to sexual acts with Monica Lewinsky, 2009. Chip Pickering, Representative Republican from Mississippi, on July 16, 2009, it was announced that his wife had filed an alienation of affection lawsuit against a woman with whom Chip allegedly had an affair. The lawsuit claimed the adulterous relationship ruined the Pickerings' marriage and his political career in 2009. Mark Sanford, governor, Republican South Carolina, in June 2009, after having, after having disappeared from the state for nearly a week, Sanford publicly revealed that he had engaged in an extramarital affair. Sanford had led his staff to believe I was going hiking on the Appalachian Trail, but actually went to visit his mistress, Maria Belen Chapor, in Argentina. While the scandal made national headlines, led to a censor by the South Carolina General Assembly, led to his resignation as chair of the Republican Government Association, Sanford did complete his second term as governor. Here are the last ones, 2010 through 2021. Jack Tarfley Kent Jr., Republican, judge in the U.S. District Court for the North District of Georgia, 
pleaded guilty to aiding and abetting a felon's possession of a controlled substance and to two misdemeanors, allegedly giving a stripper his government-issued laptop and possession of illegal drugs. He was sentenced to 30 days in jail, 400 hours of community service and resignation from the bench 2010. Eric Massa, Representative, Democrat, New York, resigned to avoid an ethics investigation into his admitted groping and tickling of multiple male staffers. He later stated on Fox News, not only did I grope a staffer, I tickled him until he couldn't breathe. That was in the year 2010. Mark Soder, Representative Republican from Indiana, a staunch advocate of abstinence and family values, Souder resigned to avoid an ethics investigation into his admitted extramarital affair with a female staffer that happened in 2010. Chris Lee, Representative, Republican from New York, resigned hours after news reports stated that he had sent a shirtless picture of himself flexing his muscles to a woman via Craigslist along with flirtatious emails. He did not rely on a pseudonym or a false email address, but used his, but used his official congressional email for all communication. Lee said, I regret the harm that my actions have caused my family, my staff, and my constituents. I have made profound mistakes and I promise to work as hard as I can to seek their forgiveness in 2011. Anthony Weiner, Representative Democrat from New York, admitted to sending sexually explicit photos of himself to several women through his Twitter account. He resigned from Congress on June 16, 2011, but kept sexting after his resignation. That was in 2011. On November 6, 2017, Weiner began serving a 20-month, began serving a 21-month sentence for sexting a 15-year-old girl. Scott DeJalas, representative Republican from Tennessee, admitted under oath to at least six affairs, including two affairs with his patients and staffers while he was a physician at Grandview Medical Center in Jasper, Tennessee. Additionally, while running on a declared pro-life platform, DeJalas Deschales co coerced his ex-wife into having two abortions and tried to persuade a mistress who was his patient into an abortion as well. David Wu, Representative Democrat from Oregon. On July 26, 2011, Wu resigned from the House of Representatives after being accused of making unwanted sexual advances toward a fundraiser's daughter. Vance McAllister, representative Republican from Louisiana, although married and the father of five, was caught on surveillance camera deeply kissing a married staffer. Several prominent Republicans asked McAllister to resign. In response, he said that he would not seek re-election in 2016. McAllister said, there's no doubt I've fallen short and I'm asking for forgiveness. I'm asking for forgiveness from God, my wife, my kids, and my staff and my constituents elected me to serve 2014. Blake Farenthold, Farenthold, U.S. Representative Republican from Texas, 
was reported to have paid $84,000 of taxpayer money via the House of Representatives Office of Compliance to settle a sexual harassment complaint from a former staffer. Baron Holt's former communications director, Lauren Green, sued the congressman in December 2014, and a settlement was reached in 2015. The identity of Farrant Hold with respect to taxpayer involvement was made public in 2017. This was the first documented case of taxpayer funds being used to settle sexual harassment complaints against a member of Congress in 2014. Dennis Haster, former Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, Republican from Illinois, pled guilty to structuring bank withdrawals in order to conceal deliberately unspecified misconduct by Haster against an unnamed individual years earlier. At a sentence hearing in October 2015, Haster admitted the he had sexually abused boys while he worked as a high school wrestling coach decades earlier in 2015. Donald Trump, Republican. So, I hate calling him this, the 45th president of the United States. Ah, I'm glad that's over. I couldn't even call him a public. Oh man, the torture's over. Was accused of sexual assault by 25 women during the 2016 election, and, and he denied the allegations. The allegations rose after the Washington Post released a 2005 video of Trump recorded on a hot microphone by Access Hollywood, in which he bragged about groping women. Trump himself renewed the controversy a year later by alleging that the video was fake. To which Access Hollywood replied, let us make this perfectly clear. The tape is very real. Remember, his excuse at the time was locker room talk. He said every one of those words. The first reports of an alleged 2006 affair between Donald Trump and adult film star Stormy Daniels was pu were published in October 2011 by the blog The Dirty and the magazine Life and Style. Tim Murphy, representative Republican from Pennsylvania, had an extramarital affair with Shannon Edwards, a 32-year-old forensic psychologist. The self-identified pro-life Murphy asked Edwards to have an abortion after she became pregnant. The information was revealed as part of Murphy's divorce proceedings and published by the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette after it fought in Pennsylvania State Court to have the documents unsealed. Murphy resigned his seat in Congress. Al Franken, Senator, Democrat, Minnesota, was accused by radio newscaster Leanne Tweeden of forcibly kissing her as part of a skit, later being in a photo pretending to grope her without consent. There is no actual physical conduct. There is no actual physical contact during a USO tour in 2006. Tweeden produced photo evidence of the pretend grope taken of Franken when Tweeden was asleep. Franken admitted to the allegations, apologized for his actions, and then resigned. Joe Barton, representative of Republican Texas, acknowledged he took and emailed new photos of himself in 2015. Following leaks of the photos in November 2017, he decided not to seek re-election in 2018. John Conyers, Jr., U.S. Congressman, Democrat from Michigan, 
A former staff representative, John Conyers Jr., accused the Detroit Democrat of unwanted sexual advances in 2017. A woman who had settled a sexual harassment claim against him said that the lawmaker had violated her body, repeatedly propositioned her for sex, and asked her to touch his genitals. He then resigned. Trent Franks, representative Republican from Arizona, was investigated by the House Ethics Commission about allegations of improper conduct. Before the study concluded, Franks abruptly resigned in 2017. Pat Meehan, representative Republican from Pennsylvania. In January 2018, it was revealed that U.S. Representative Pat Meehan used taxpayer funds to settle a sexual harassment claim levied by a female staffer. He was removed from the House, he was removed from the House Ethics Committee but remained in office until he resigned on April 27, 2018, stating that he would repay the taxpayer money used to settle the suit 2018. Jim Jordan, representative Republican from Ohio, was accused of covering up and failing to report sexual abuse of minors by former members of the Ohio State University wrestling team by the team physician. There were multiple victims during the period when Jordan was assistant coach of the team from 1987 to 1995. On February 12, 2020, allegations surfaced from one of those former members that Jordan was repeatedly crying and begging him not to cooperate accounts of sexual abuse against the university's wrestling team doctor that occurred when Jordan was a coach. Brett Kavanaugh, Associate Justice of the Supreme Court, was accused of sexual assault and misconduct by Christine Blasey Ford. Deborah Ramirez and three other women in alleged incidents that occurred during his high school and college years. The FBI investigation concluded that there were no cooperation of the, of the accusations. Kavanaugh vehemently denied all the allegations. He was confirmed by the Senate in a party line vote and was sworn in as a justice of the Supreme Court. Roy S. Moore, Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate, was accused by nine women of sexual contact and assault in the 1980s when the women were teenage girls. Though Moore denied the allegations, he lost the election in 2017. Katie Hill, U.S. Representative Democrat from California. In October 2019, news reports indicate that she was being investigated by the House Ethics Commission about allegations of sexual relationships with a subordinate. Hill was alleged to have engaged in an extramarital affair with her male legislative director, Graham Kelly, as well as a 22-year-old female staffer. She would later resign as a result of the allegations and subsequent investigation. Matt Gates, U.S. Representative, Republican from Florida. In March 2021, reports surfaced of, an, of a federal investigation into Matt Gates, an American politician serving as the U.S. Representative for Florida's first congressional district, involving claims he had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old girl in 2019. The New York Times reported that Gates was being investigated by the Department of Justice DOJ and investigators were examining whether he had violated federal sex trafficking laws. Gates denied any wrongdoing, asserting he and his family were victims of an organized criminal extortion involving a former DOJ official seeking $25 million. And I'm going to read this and then be done. Elliot Spitzer prosecution scandal. 
On March 10, 2008, the New York Times reported that Governor of New York, Elliot Spitzer, had patronized a prostitution ring run by an escort service known as Emperor's Club VIP. During the course of investigation into Emperor's Club VIP, the federal government became aware of Spitzer's involvement with prostitutes due to a wiretap. Following the public disclosure of his actions, Spitzer resigned as governor, effective March 17, 2008. In investigations. The investigation of Spitzer is initiated after North Pork, North Pork Bank reported suspicious transactions to the Treasury Department's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network as required by the Bank Secrecy Act, which was enhanced by Patriot Act provisions enacted to combat terrorist activities such as money laundering. Spitzer had at least seven liaisons with prostitutes from the agency over six months and paid more than $15,000 for their services. Federal agents had him under surveillance twice in 2008. According to published reports, investigators believe Spitzer paid up to $80,000 for prostitutes over a period of several years. First, while he was attorney general and later as governor, Governor Spitz referred to his client nine in the affidavit filed in U.S. federal court, arranged to meet at the Mayflower Hotel in Washington, D.C. on February 13, 2008 with a prostitute named Kristen. Kristen was later identified as 22-year-old Ashley Dupre. She intended to travel from New York City for the plan Trist, and Spitzer agreed in advance that he would be paying for everything, train tickets, cab fare from the hotel, and back, many bar or room service, travel time, and hotel. After the meeting on February 13, 2008, Spitzer paid her $4,300 in cash. The payment included $1,100 as a deposit with the agency toward future services. Room 871 at the Mayflower Hotel was booked under the name George Fox, a pseudonym that was allegedly the name of his close friend, a hedge fund investor. A hedge fund investor. Some of this information came to light from a United States Department of Justice wiretap. According to Newsday, Spitzer wanted to transfer more than $10,000 to a front company for the prostitution ring. However, he broke up the transactions into smaller slices due to federal law requiring the reporting of any transfer of $10,000 or more. When he tried to get his name taken off the wires, the, banks re the bank refused, saying that the money had already been wired out and that it would be improper to do so in any case. The IRS Criminal Investigation Division then began a probe, initially fearing that Spitzer was the victim of either extortion or identity theft. North Folk's report in July 2007 went largely unnoticed until HSBC filed a report in the fall that the transactions were going to QAT International and QAT Consulting Group, which were offshore shell companies operating as a front of the Emperor's Club VIP. Later, the IRS contacted the FBI to investigate possible political corruption. The investigation led federal authorities to link the money transfers to the Emperor's Club. Prosecutors charged the four people operating the escort service with violations of the Mann Act several days prior to the revelations of Spitzer's involvement. On November 19th, on November 19th, 2007, Republican operator 
Roger Stone sent a letter to the FBI saying that Spitzer used the service of high-priced call girls while in Florida. Stone provided details saying that Spitzer wore calf-length black socks while having sex. In November 2008, the Department of Justice declined to prosecute Spitzer for violating the Mann Act. Public disclosure and, and resignation. On March 7, 2008, the New York Times reported that the federal government had arrested four people in connection with an international online prostitution ring run by Empress Club VIP. On March 10th, the Times reported that Spitzer had been caught on a federal wiretap arranging to meet with a high-priced prostitute at a Washington hotel. Spitzer was identified as Client 9, and the Times said that he had met with a prostitute from Empress Club VIP at a Washington, D.C. hotel. Later on March 10th, Spitzer held a press conference. At the time, he said, I have acted in a way that violates my obligation to my family and violates my or any sense of right and wrong. I apologize first and most importantly to my family. I apologize to the public to whom I promised better. I disappointed and failed to live up to the standard I expected of myself. I must now dedicate some time to regain the trust of my family. Following Spitzer's March 10th press conference, New York State Assembly Republican Minority Leader James Tedesco and Republican New York Congressman Peter King separately called for his resignation. Tedesco later announced he would initiate impeachment proceedings in the State Assembly if Spitzer did not resign. Spitzer's office and the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York declined to comment, except to say that there is no agreement between this office and Governor Elliot Spitzer relating to his resignation or any other matter. In the wake of the revelations and make threats of impeachment, Spitzer announced on March 12, 2008 that he resigned his post as governor at noon on March 17, 2008. Spitzer said at a news conference in Manhattan, I cannot allow for my private failings to disrupt the people's work. Over the course of my public life, I have insisted that I believe correctly that people take responsibility for their conduct. I can and will ask no less of myself. For this reason, I'm resigning from the office of governor. Spitzer's Lieutenant Governor David Patterson succeeded him as governor of New York and served the remaining two, three-fourths years, two and 2.75 years of Spitzer's four-year term. Reactions. Spitzer's prostitution scandal became international news. The real George Fox, who was a close friend and campaign donor of Spitzer, issued a statement denying any connection to the scandal beyond the unauthorized use of his name. He said that he was disappointed and distressed that Spitzer had used his name as an alias and confirmed that Spitzer privately apologized to him. According to Nell Minow, a corporate governor, governance expert, Wall Street reaction to the scandal was largely positive due to a general dislike of Spitzer amongst investment professionals. Governor Spitzer made his rise to victory in New York City politics, promising ethics and integrity to be the hallmarks of his administration. He had prosecuted several press prostitution ring, wait a minute, whoa. He had prosecuted several prostitution rings in his career. And his connection with a prostitution ring was felt as a betrayal by some women's rights and anti-human trafficking groups that had previously worked with him. In an editorial reflected on the scandal, philosopher Martha Newsman wrote, Spitzer's offense was an offense against his family. It was not an offense against the public. If he broke any laws, these are laws that, are, that never should have existed. And 
that have been repeat that have been repudiated by sensible nations. In 2011, The Guardian summarized Spitzer's history as follows. Long before there was Barack Obama, there was Spitzer. While Obama toiled unknown in Illinois, the Bronx-born Spencer won himself a national reputation as the sheriff of Wall Street. He was New York's tough-talking attorney general who fought banking corruption, enforced environmental law, and won rights for low-paid workers. He used that fame to enter politics and in 2006 became governor of New York, a perfect springboard for the White House. Before America fell in love with his first black president, people wondered if he was willing to embrace its first Jewish one. Spitzer could have made history. He said he left office in disgrace three years ago amid a flood of tabloid headlines that recounted salacious details from his repeated use of a high-end escort service. Spitzer was dubbed the love dub enforced into a political wilderness. Rarely in, American, rarely in American politics was a fall from grace so spectacular, so complete and so clearly down to a self-inflicted human flaw. Kristen. Kristen, 22, was an aspiring pop recording artist living in Manhattan, whose professional stage name is Ashley Dupre. She was just one of the escorts that Spitzer had liaisons with but she gained significant media attention following the scandal. After, after the news broke, she responded that she, did, she didn't want to be thought of as a monster that had been a difficult and complicated time for her, all in quotations. On March 15th, the New York Post published an extensive photo shoot showing Dupre and provocative poses. By late October 2008, Dupre's profile on myspace.com had received nearly 12 million page views. As a result of the media attention following the scandal, Dupre was offered $1 million by Hustler to post new for the magazine and received unofficial offers from Penthouse, among others. She eventually agreed to post for Playboy in the May 2010 issue. Political impact. By resigning his position as governor, Spitzer lost his status as a superdelegate in the 2008 Democratic nomination for president, depriving Hillary Clinton, whom he supported, of a superdelegate vote. This also reduced the total number of superdelegate votes available. Spencer discussed his status as a superdelegate on the Colbert Report on February 12, 2008, the day before Spitzer met his escort at the Mayflower Hotel. Overseas, Gerald Cavendish Grossvener, sixth Duke of Westminster, was a high-profile casualty of the scandal when Emperor's Club proceeds allegedly he had been a client. The allegations were followed by Grossvener stepping down as assistant chief of the defense staff. Reserves and, reserves and cadets in the British Ministry of Defense. 2018 New York City Comptroller election. Both Spitzer and Kristen Davis, another madam caught in the prostitution scandal, but unaffiliated with the Emperor's Club VIP, ran for New York City Comptroller in 2013. Davis won the Libertarian Party nomination, but later withdrew from the race following a drug arrest. There was some debate as to whether or not Spitzer's name recognition will help him in the election. Spitzer lost the Democratic primary to Scott Stringer, 52 to 1% over the 47.9%. Depictions in media. The law drama, The Good Wife, which premiered in September 2009, was inspired in part by the scandal. Major Boobage, the March 26, 2008 episode of the animated sitcom South Park, parodies the Elliot Spitzer prostitution scandal. The scandal was the subject of Alex Gibney's 2010 documentary, Client 9, The Rise and Fall of Elliot Spitzer. 
The rough cut of the film was first shown on April 24, 2010 at the Tribeca Film Festival, and the final version was screened at the 2010 Toronto International Film Festival. Okay. Here are the words that describe everything I'm reading to you as I close. I see insults, injuries, hurts, damages, offenses, ill treatment, misusage, maltreatment, mistreatment, wrongdoings, molestations, victimizations, persecutions, oppressions, ruination, Perversion, desecration, pollution, harassments, violations, defilements, corruptions, mishandlings, mismanagements, injustices. Underworking and overworking, impairments, debasement, degradation, tainting, imposing upon cruelly imposing upon. including slavery. Those are all the words I can say based upon what I just read to you.